0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: We've learned to hide our true feelings and emotions from the view of the outside world for fear of being seen as weak, undeserving, or not enough. While this strategy works well for a while, many of us are realizing it is not a sustainable way to continue living life, especially when there is so much that we want to achieve, create, and contribute. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shameen Sadek. In this program, you'll hear from Shameen and her guests about what it's like to face these fears head on and courageously share emotion, vulnerability, and experience in service of creating connection, resilience, and extraordinary results. Now, here's your host, Shameen Sadek.
2: Hello, and welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shameen Sadek, and you're listening to us today on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Oh, my heart is a little heavy today as I join you for the last time. Yes, indeed. I am wrapping up Stories from the Heart of Leadership. We've been together in this weekly conversation over the last almost two years, and it has been fantastic for me, and I hope it has been good for you, too. And it's time to um, close this chapter. It's a decision that I I took with um, a lot of thought and a lot of care. And I am so, 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 so happy that I chose to say yes to this opportunity when it came to my attention two years ago and have had just a fantastic experience. So before I... Uh, jump into the call, the call, the conversation that we're going to have today for the last time here. Let me express my gratitude to all of the folks at Voice America for all of their support, championing, calling forth, and uh, just um, encouragement for me to speak my message to all of you every week. It has been great. And I Uh, gratitude seems to be the name of the game today as... Uh, gratitude to the to the network for everything and everyone there and all that they are up to, and gratitude to all of you as well. And I also wanted to spend time today celebrating because I think that in every ending there is another beginning, and uh, there are always things to learn from every experience. And so I want to celebrate all of the good things that have have unfolded over the last two years with you. And I'm really hoping that some of you will decide to call in today and help me celebrate here on the air. The number to call, now get your pens ready and write this down, is one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 Pick up the phone and, and give us a call and let's celebrate together. And before we do so, let's also sit together for the last time. Last time here on on Voice America and on Stories from the Heart of Leadership, but I'll be letting you know other ways to stay in touch with me afterwards as the show unfolds. So know that this doesn't have to be the last time, but it's the last time for this particular way of being together. And so I invite you to uncross your legs and allow your feet to rest fully on the floor, If you're in a place where you can take your shoes off and really press your feet against the floor, you know, themselves, uh, I have socks on, but no shoes, and really connect to the floor beneath your feet. And imagine that you are, when you do that, you are actually grounding yourself. You're actually planting your feet uh, into into the surface of the earth. I know you're not really doing that. We're not really plants, but creating a strong foundation and a strong connection to the earth has been immensely helpful to me in my life. And I invite you to use it as a structure if it is helpful for you as well. So doing that and sitting comfortably in your seat with your palms face down on your thighs and just uh, sitting in an upright and dignified position, but relaxed, not too stiff. And if it helps to just roll your shoulders out a little bit as we get settled in here, then then do that. See if you can bring your eyes to half closed, gazing at the floor about four to six feet in front of you, if that feels comfortable for you. And like everything else that I always share with you, this is an invitation, an invitation to use this um, as as a strategy or as a tool or a method for calming yourself for giving yourself a pause between the busy things that are happening for all of us every day, just finding some space for you for a few moments. So if it's useful to you, use it, and if not, that's okay. Um, Find something that is. That's my greatest wish for you, is that you find things that are helpful to you that take you forward in the most powerful and effective way that uh, you can go forward so good just take a couple of deep breaths here to get settled breathing in and breathing out and another breath in and exhaling good and as you exhale imagine that you can let all of the tension Stress, energy, or anxiety that keeps you up at night. Let that just exhale through your feet into the floor. Just let it go, even for a moment. You can always pick it up again later if you so choose. Good. And as we sit here together, I want you to focus on two things the feeling of your feet connecting to the floor and Imagine that you can connect from that floor all the way down into the earth. And the sensation of your breath as it enters and leaves your body. I like to inhale through my nose and exhale through my mouth sometimes. I find that that lets me kind of let go of stress a bit better than when I exhale through my nose. But either is good, as long as you're breathing. That's the most important thing. And continue to breathe in and out at your own pace, in your own timing. Maintaining that connection to the floor through your feet. And just notice how this is. How does it feel to be sitting, taking a break, pausing for a few moments in the midst of a busy day. Good. And if as you are sitting and coming into connection with your feet on the floor and your breath, you notice that your mind starts to wander, that thoughts start rolling in, uh, distressing thoughts or joyful thoughts or anxiety-filled thoughts or whatever kind of thoughts, all the things that are on your plate, if you start to think about all of those, just smile kindly at yourself and say, oh, I've gotten distracted. I was focusing on my feet connecting to the earth, and I was focusing on my breath, and now I'm thinking about all these other things. Let me choose to come back to the breath. And just do that that's all. There's nothing here about being perfect or getting it right. That's not what's important. What's important is that you notice and you choose. I will come back to my breath for these few moments. I will give myself the gift of a pause, a pause for performance, a pause to enhance my performance, not to take away from it, Good. And as you know, on the radio, we can't spend the whole time doing this together. But know that you can take this structure forward and use it in your own life whenever you want. You don't need me or anyone else for this. You don't need any fancy equipment. You don't need to go to a gym for this. Gyms are for other things. This you can do right where you are whenever you like, whenever it serves you. And so if there's nothing else that you take away from our two years of conversations together, take this away. This is available to you anytime you want it. Good. And now let yourself come back into the room, back into the seat where you're sitting, wiggling your fingers and toes Maybe giving a big stretch, stretch your arms up overhead. Oh, yes, that feels good. And coming back to this conversation of celebration and gratitude. Ah, so two years, two years of hosting this show every Monday. I tell you, it has been um, a big commitment, a very large commitment in my life to. To come up with something to talk about every week, and I remember at the beginning it was a lot harder than it is these days. I used to um, agonize over, you know, getting the wording just right for the episode description, or choosing a guest and making sure that they understood exactly what was going to happen and how it was going to the, the the show was going to unfold. I just put a lot of energy into it, and then as I got better or more used to hosting the show, I found that it was easier for me to to un, not unscript. I, I, none of my shows are very scripted anyway, but I, I would just write sort of an outline for myself. These are the things I want to talk about today. This is the topic that I want to discuss and here's some some ways of thinking about it. Here's a storyline, if you like, that I want to follow. And then I would just really allow whatever was present with me. to come forth. And that has, um, I think, served me very well. You, uh, As listeners, only you can tell me whether it served you as well, too. But it's certainly been a wonderful opportunity for me to clarify my messages, practice speaking them out loud, uh, get more courage, really, to actually speak my truth or my thoughts and share them. And it has had a tremendous impact on my work and my life as well. I feel that I am more articulate than I was before. Now, I still say um a lot and some other slang words that make their way in. But I feel more centered, more purposeful in my speech and my speaking than ever before. And with my clients and when I am teaching as well, it's been immensely helpful to me. So lots of lots of good things have come out of the show. But more so than the benefits to me are my intentions that I had for it from the beginning. You know, what I want more than anything is for us human beings, we who inhabit this planet, who inhabit The institutions of this planet, that being countries, um, uh, organizations, schools, communities, homes, that we can know... That whatever experience we're having, whatever, whatever it is that you're feeling, whether it's anguish or anxiety or fear or pain or joy or uh, excitement or exuberance over something, that whatever normal human emotion, and these are all normal human emotions or human experiences, whatever it is that you're experiencing, to know that you're not the only one. And that was really, really important for me when I was envisioning what this show would do. What I wanted to do was illuminate the stories of people who you might look at them if you saw them at work or you saw them you know, on the street or experienced them in a workshop or talk to them in a business conversation. You might look at them and say, wow, he's really got it together. He re- He must have never struggled. It must be so easy for him. I wanted you to know that He has struggled too, that He traveled a journey to get to where He is with all of the trials and tribulations that come along with any purposeful journey. I wanted you to know that about all of the guests that joined me here on the show. That was really important for me so that you could know you're not the only one. Okay, it doesn't take away that something is happening or that you're having a certain experience, but just to know that you're not alone in it, I think brings a lot of comfort. And so that was very important to me in this show, was to do that. And even in the, sh- in the shows where I have hosted alone, where I've been sharing with you, you know, what's going on with me and, and my learnings and my in- insights into my own experience, to reveal what's beneath the surface feels important. I don't want to be seen as, um, I don't know, some kind of uh, amazing, you know, person who never had any trouble or never struggles with anything. I I want to be seen as a human being who is purposeful, who is um, uh, trying to, you know, serve, in a way that is useful and who struggles <laughs> with all of that as well. And so I feel that I've I've been able to do that. I've been able to share what's going on inside of me, um, as well as what you might see on the outside. So those were t- were two of the things that I was hoping to do with this show. And I really feel like I have. And, you know, please um, call and, and tell me if that's the impact that it's had on you. And uh, again, the number to call is one 346 9141 I would love to chat with some of you live on the air today, if you're willing. So the other thing it, that I wanted to do with this show was I wanted to speak my message. And my message is... You know, it's been really interesting because it can sound a bit fluffy to say it this way, but I actually think that that I'm speaking it more with a groundedness than I ever have before. And that is that I, I, I speak for peace. I speak for peace and I speak for peace within each of us. Um, I also stand for resilience, for building the resilience to be peaceful on the inside. Um, gosh, if you just read the paper every day and take a look around at what's happening in the world, it's we're not peaceful. <laughs> it's not a peaceful time, and um, people are certainly not feeling peaceful on the inside or on the outside, and that is a shame. And I still hold hope for the promise of peace or the possibility of peace, but it begins on the inside. That's my firm belief. And I wanted to share something with you. Um, which I'll do now and then we'll take a break. It's um, something I wrote a couple of years ago, a few years ago for the holiday season, and it's called My Thoughts on Peace. We yearn to make contact with other humans, but often don't know how or where to begin. It is simple. When we engage each other in deeper conversations about what really matters, amazing things begin to happen. Posturing gives way to authenticity Defense melts into trust, and courage and compassion bloom from fear and passivity. Things begin to unfold with an unexpected gracefulness, even when our opinions conflict (laughs) and we can't figure out or agree on what to do next. I've seen this happen countless times. Let me leave you with that as we go to a break, and when we come back, there'll be more on Stories from the Heart of Leadership it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com hello i'm shamin sadik the founder and ceo of anjali leadership anjali means heartfelt offering And it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision, results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit ANJALIleadership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to ANJALIleadership.com and let's get started.
1: We're on the cutting edge of social media.
0: Can you keep up?
1: You are listening to stories from the heart of leadership. If you have a question or comment or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shamin at AnjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I-Leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership.
2: Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm Shamine Sadek, and this is my farewell episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I was expressing in the first segment how grateful I am to everyone who has supported me in this journey. And also, I've been talking about what some of my intentions were for the show and how I feel like I've really been able to do what I said I wanted to do, which is create a sense of not being alone and create uh, an opportunity for you to hear about the struggles and the journey of people who uh, you might consider and largely are <laughs> successful on the outside, uh, and how, how they've struggled to create what it is that they've, that they've created. That felt really important to me, and I'm so happy that I've been able to do that with you over the last two years, every week. On this show. So you might be wondering what's next for me and you might also be wanting to call in and chat with me uh, and help me celebrate. If that's the case and you didn't write the number down, here it is again, one 346 9141 Okay, and I know I always ask you to call in and chat with me and you rarely do and I'm not sure if that's because... Um, I'm talking so much that you couldn't get a word in edgewise or if it's because you're listening later and uh, not live, but not to worry if you call I'll be happy to chat with you and if you don't that's okay too. I my feelings won't be that hurt anyway back to what I was saying, you might be wondering what I'm up to next. And I do want to spend some time talking about that because it feels important to me. And I also want to you to know how you can stay in touch with me now that you won't be listening to my show every week on the radio. So uh, first, let me say this. Uh, if you would like a... Uh, a, a audio file with a longer meditation than the one I normally do at the beginning of the show every week. Um, here's how you can get one go to Facebook, go to the Anjali Leadership uh, page, that's A N J A L I Leadership, and look for the tab that says Free Gift. There is a tab, now when I look at it, the tab is at the top of the page, but I also see one on the left-hand side of the page, but I don't know if it looks different when you look at the page. I'm still a bit of a, a newbie when it comes to Facebook and uh, my business page there. But nonetheless, go there, look for the free gift, and click on that, and uh, and give, give me the email address to send the gift to, and I will send you this audio file. It's about 20 minutes long, And it's a wonderful daily practice that you can use. So that's one way for you and I to stay in connection with each other. You can listen to that daily if it's helpful to you, or even more than that, if you like, and use it as a tool to uh, continue to ground yourself, continue to build peace within yourself, and also to give yourself a performance pause in the middle of, of a busy life. I know we all have busy lives. So that's one way. Another way is to become a member of my Joining 2.0 community, So some of you may know that I had a newsletter for a long time called Joining, and I'm in the process of of, um, just just upgrading things a little bit or maybe bringing things into modern times a little bit more. And so I've switched mail providers, and I have a new uh, community called Joining 2.0. And if you join that list, then you will be in the know about everything that I've got going on. So how do you get onto that list? Well, there are two ways. One is, if you're on the Facebook page that I mentioned earlier, Anjali Leadership, you can go to the tab that says, Get Newsletter, and you can get it there. So that's one way. Uh, the other way is to go to my website, that's A-N-J-A-L-I-Leadership.com, and just on the homepage, scroll down beneath the, the slideshow, and you'll see a little um, icon that says, Sign Up Here to Receive Our Newsletter. Click on that, and you will will be added to the Joining 2.0 community, and you can then uh, make sure that you don't miss anything that's coming, because there are some exciting things on the way. So let me talk a little bit more about what's underway. First of all, I continue, as always, to work with organizational leaders all across North America and even in the Caribbean. Um, to to become more effective, to grow your gifts and your leadership qualities into the most optimal and effective possible. I continue to be passionate about that, working with leaders, working with leadership teams, often working with both at the same time. I find that to be the most effective way to really sustain new behaviors that are more effective uh, and, and give you better and sustainable business performance. So that will continue for sure. And if you're interested in learning more about how I can help, then just send me an email, shameen, that's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N, at leadership.com Again, that's A-N-J-A-L-I-leadership.com. So that's one way. The other thing that I do that I am so excited about is I do work with coaches. I have been a trainer and teacher of coaches for many years, teaching, as you well know, the leadership circle profile certification uh, across Canada and the U.S. And I am very sought after as a mentor to coaches who have been certified in these instruments, these wonderful, powerful instruments, uh, so that I can help you to use them really effectively, to put them into service for the sake of your coaches, but maybe even more importantly, for the sake of your own development, because I believe the two go hand in hand and really mm-hmm. ought not to be separated. So um, so that is, that is the other thing that I will continue to do. I will continue to mentor coaches in their journey, not only with their instruments and tools and whatever you're certified in that we uh, are both certified in, but m- more importantly, in taking your gifts and putting them into service more powerfully for you and for your clients. So this goes beyond any suite of instruments or any certification. This is advanced mentoring for coaches who are seasoned, for people who have been in the game for a few years, probably have a corporate background themselves, and are passionate like I am about bringing the heart back into business, not not at the cost of performance, but as a complement to performance. These two things can live together in organizations and in leaders. They can coexist, no problem. I've seen it happen over and over again, where someone who was, um, you know, kind of more business-oriented uh, found their heart and, and has been thriving, uh, and vice versa. People who are kind of heartfelt and not particularly metrics-oriented have become a little bit more fierce, a little bit more dug into performance, this can happen. These two things can live there together. They can exist in you and in your clients together. And so my biggest passion right now is around a mentoring program that I'm about to launch. And if you want to um, be included in that launch, if you want to receive the the, the free video series that I'm going to launch it with, then you need to be on that Joining 2.0 mailing list so that um, you'll receive it. Uh, or you can you can look at my Facebook page. Uh, I'll probably be putting it out there too. It's a free video series that's going to uh, come out any day now. Um, we're actually in the process of making the videos as we speak. And so I've been shooting all day, um, working with, you know, angles and light and wardrobe and script and uh, and all of that good stuff and speaking also from the heart of course so watch out for that i'm very excited a little nervous because it's something new to to put myself out there in a video series as you know i've been doing this on the radio for a long time that's pretty easy for me but video is a whole other medium and I'm looking forward to continuing to evolve my ability and my presence in that in that format in that venue as well so that's the other thing that will definitely continue and is is going to um, be even, Um, I don't know, more widely available because of the the video series and then some programs after that that you might want to avail yourselves of. So that's what's ahead for me uh, on the work front. Um, Personally, I continue to To work with my beloved kids at the elementary school near where I live, it's the school that my children went to. My older son has moved on to high school. My younger son is still in this particular elementary school. And these kids are just the greatest teachers ever. And I feel so blessed to be able to um, share myself and learn from them all at the same time. And so that work will continue. It has been a little bit challenging to do it all. With all of the work that I have, it's sometimes hard to um, carve out enough space for this for this work with the kids, which is largely, you know, on my own time. And so I uh, I often feel this sort of like, oh, I want to go once a month, but I, I actually can't schedule it in. So my intention is, uh, you know, to give a little bit more energy to that in the coming months as well. So those are the things that I'll be busy with as I say goodbye to you here and move more fully into some of those other realms. That's the plan, and I'm very excited about all that is ahead. And so I'm standing in this kind of in-between place right now, Actually, it's so interesting because I'm kind of in the middle of the show right now too. So I've got one foot in the old and all of the gratitude and celebration of everything that has happened and one foot in the new where I'm looking ahead to all that is underway, um, all that I've been planning and all that I'm looking forward to. And it's a strange feeling because there's this bitter sweetness to it. There's a sense of Uh, sadness, like, you know, sorrow and grief that something is ending. And there's also this sense of excitement at the same time. So it's a very interesting, an interesting place to be in. Um, uh, Rainer Rilke has a line in, um, I can't remember if it's Letters from a Young Poet or some other work of his, but where he says, I am the rest between two notes that are always in discord. And I, I really feel that sort of um, it's a little bit uncomfortable to be in the rest between two notes. Um, it's also restful to be here because I actually, believe it or not, can take a pause myself right in this moment as I speak with you. Uh, and then when I'm finished, uh, the show, get right back into shooting the videos for this free video series for coaches. So uh, exciting, a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to choose to, f- to put more weight on the side of excitement than I am on discomfort and grief. So that's my, my choice at this moment. My conscious choice at this moment is to do that. <sighs> it has been such a pleasure to be with all of you all of this time. I... I don't know if if those of you who are listening have shows of your own, or if you do podcasts or other um, sort of speaking engagements or speaking venues on a regular basis, but there's something kind of weird at the beginning about doing this. You know, I'm in my home studio, so I'm here with my microphone and my computer and. Skype, and I'm you know I've got my my mug of warm water here by my side. I've got all my telephones nearby so that if they ring, I can quickly uh, turn the ringer off. And at first, it was really hard because I couldn't figure out you know how to be who who how do I speak to you when I can't see you? I'm so used to teaching in person and being together in person with people, and I get a lot of energy from the group interaction. So. What I'm noticing in this moment is that that is not my experience anymore. Um, Lately, I'd say maybe in the last six or eight months, I have begun to feel very different when I'm speaking with you. I feel like I am with you, even though I can't see you and I largely don't even know who you are. I, I can feel that we're in this together, that we're in this conversation together. And that's a very different feeling from wondering, you know, how to talk about something or what to say and whether I'm saying it right. I really care a lot less about that now. And I guess why I'm reflecting on that is that in shooting these videos, I notice I'm more of a beginner. (laughs) I'm not at that comfort level yet. And because uh, these, these videos are a little bit lengthier and have to be, you know, shot in one go it's not as easy to just be relaxed and be myself and, you know, speak off the cuff. It's I've got a bit more structure that I need to put into it so that it will be useful to you. And then as well, at the same time, I have to remind myself that it's not about making the perfect video or looking like I'm totally professional. I mean, I'm shooting it in a home studio because the most important thing to me is that is that you Take something out of it and put it into service in a way that is useful for you and for your clients. And if you can do that, because of what I've shared, my message, any guidance that I've received that that you find useful, if that can happen, it doesn't really matter how I look, how I sound. Um, yes, it's easier for you to to hear me if I can speak clearly and speak from the heart But um, all those things that beginners are worried about, I'm having that experience now. So it's just very interesting as well. It's another in-between place where on the radio, I feel quite comfortable, but on video, not so much. So that's been fun today also. So it's, um, it's a poignant sort of feeling, this being here today with you for the last time. And it's one of those kind of gray, dreary days here in Toronto, weather-wise. So that, that uh, kind of adds to the ambiance of the whole thing. But I don't want you to feel sad. I don't, I don't want you to feel uh, down or sad that, that this conversation is coming to a close, because it doesn't have to. We can continue the conversation in all of the other ways that I mentioned. You can connect with me on Facebook You can stay in touch um, via email. You can join the Joining 2.0 community and receive emails from me periodically, keeping you in the loop and sharing my learnings and what I think is going to be helpful. So that will all continue. And those are ways that we can stay in relationship with each other. And I really hope that you will decide to do that if it serves you to do so. You know, the other thing that I was thinking about is um, how great it is to be part of a community. Uh, It's another reason for doing the show in the first place was to have a community of people who, um, you know, we don't have to think exactly the same thing. We don't have to have exactly the same opinions about everything, but who are interested in um, a journey to more effectiveness, a journey to a broader perspective, a journey to a mindset that enables us to grow and learn, and and say yes to new possibilities. All of that is important about this show for me as well. And so, I hope that you have found what I have shared to be useful. There, I, I'm sure that you wouldn't be listening if you didn't. So that's um, great. And you know, I. The reason I'm so willing to talk about just about anything publicly on the radio or in any of my trainings or when I'm coaching people one-on-one, whatever way I'm working with people, is that um, if something has been useful for me, I share it in the hopes that it will be useful for you. I don't share it because my way is the only way or this is what you have to do or because I think everyone should do it. I share it because it's like, hey, this really cool thing helped me. And if it can be helpful to you, then, oh, that makes me so happy. And if not, that's fine too. Let it go. It's okay. So that's why I've been sharing my practices, my insights, um, things that have come into my awareness. I share with you that I work with coaches myself. So I, I am a mentor to coaches, but I'm also the client of coaches. And I have people in my life who I turn to for support and to put things on the table and sort of toss things around together. That's something that I'm committed to as well, is to continuing my own journey uh, as a work in progress, as someone who is continuing to move into more optimal ways of leading that seems very important to me, and I will continue to do that. So know that everything I share with you is shared in that spirit. Okay, let's take a final break, and then we'll come back for our last few minutes together. This is Shamin Sadiq. This is Stories from the Heart of Leadership, our final episode, and we'll be right back. <music>
0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live, wherever you go, on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
2: Hello, I'm Shamin Sadik, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering. And it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision, results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit ANJALIleadership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to ANJALIleadership.com and let's get started.
0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: You are listening to stories from the heart of leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shameen at Leadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership.
2: Welcome back to our final segment of our final show of Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shameen Sadik. And, you know, I didn't have that much of a plan for today other than to express gratitude and to celebrate. And I feel like I've been doing that for the last um, two parts of the show that you've been listening to. And so I thought I would spend the last segment doing something for you. So what I've noticed is I spent a lot of time kind of, I know it sounds like I'm very busy when you hear all the things that I'm doing, and I am very busy. But in some ways, I was just um, sort of in a phase of enjoying what I had cultivated and doing my work and just being in it. And I, I also was aware that I there was a little bit of inertia around you know new things or what was next. There was some inertia, and and I don't think it was inertia in the sense that I was doing nothing, but it was more like I was in a deep process of reflection and asking and and exploring within myself and you know I, I had a lot of um, rituals or structures if you like that I used to do that so I think I've used the cards with you before I have these um, I have different sets of cards and these cards are called oracle cards but the way I use them is I, I, I kind of hold them in my hand and I choose one I ask myself a silent question And then I choose the card that my hand is drawn to. And then I trust that whatever it says is going to be useful. And what I was thinking about during the break is that I haven't done that for a long time because suddenly in the last few months, I've moved from that sort of deep reflection and just enjoying, you know, the fruits of what I've cultivated to action. I moved into like serious action, and and everything is taking a little bit longer than I hoped because there's such a steep learning curve in um, taking training and and work that I normally do live and in the moment and in person, and trying to make it into a a video series like the one that I have um, coming out soon. So I thought that what I would do is I would slow myself down too, and pick a card today for me and for you. So my question is, what is going to serve us well from here? So let me see which card I am drawn. So I'm looking at the earth magic deck. Oh my goodness. I have chosen the card called Volcano. I'm sorry to say I'm a little dismayed to see volcano and volatility is what I have selected. So let's see. Uh, let's see what it says. There's a nice um, book that comes with this that explains each of the, um, each of the cards. So let me find volcano here. Volcano. Okay. All right. So here's what it says. Pele is the goddess who lives on the big Island of Hawaii dwelling there in the craters of the active volcano Kila, Kila, Kilao. I'm sorry if I've said it wrong. She's considered passionate, volatile, and capricious, and is perhaps the best known of the panel P of Hi- Hawaiian deities. Wow, that's a mouthful. Since 1983, she has been sending ribbons of lava down the mountainside and into the sea, thereby creating new land. In this image, and there is an image of a volcano um, uh, erupting, (laughs) in this image, we see her subtle visage in the spewing fire of the volcano. In ancient Hawaiian chants, Pele is described as she who shapes the sacred land. And it's from this magnificent and powerful goddess being and her periodic eruptions that new earth is formed as the resulting lava merges with her sister, the goddess of the sea, Namakahokahi. The volatile and unpredictable nature of volcanic eruptions is widely known, and in spite of science's efforts at forecasting these blow-ups, they sometimes happen without warning. Whether the eruptions are slow and steady, or violent and explosive, it's an unstoppable force, and one very dramatic way nature changes and shapes the land. Okay, I don't know about you, but that was not what I was expecting at all. And I'm actually just on the verge of tears as I read it. She who shapes the sacred land, and it's from this magnificent and powerful goddess being and her periodic eruptions that new earth is formed. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I'm just uh, a little overwhelmed here as I read this. And so there's more, Um, that's sort of the the part that explains the card. And now here's a message for for me and for you. So um, take it uh, for what it's worth. This is a particularly volatile time for you. Unexpected changes, sometimes quite sudden and dramatic, are occurring in ways that you have absolutely no control over. These occurrences may be so powerful as to shake up what you formerly thought of as the foundations of your security. They may even cause you to reassess the direction your life is taking, to question some of your relationships, or to reevaluate the work you have chosen. Although these events may rock your world, know that spirit is the guiding force behind them. It is a matter of finding your trust that life knows what it is doing in the midst of these storms of change. It also requires you to make adjustments quickly and to not cling to what was. But instead, move forward and welcome with your arms wide open what is yet to come, all from, from a place of being present in this moment. You truly have nothing to fear. That's good news. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. But I'm really stuck on She Who Shapes the Sacred Land. And I think that that is something that will sit with me for, the, for a good long while. Uh, it will sit with me and I will sit with it. And I will allow that to make its way into me so that I can make meaning out of it. You know, these messages, you know, like picking a card and, you know, here it is, it's volcano volatility and there's a message here. But just beyond that, life issues signals or invitations or teachings to us all the time. And if we are quiet enough to hear them. So if I, you know, I paused long enough today to choose a card. There's an invitation in this card. And the invitation, I can take it in a number of ways, but the way that I am choosing to take it is to let it have its way with me for a little while before I do anything with it. Okay, one thing you can do is you can just discard it. You can go, ah, that doesn't mean anything. I just let it go. I don't like volatility, whatever. you know. And when life brings you invitations or signals that aren't through cards, um, other invitations that you might get from time to time, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, You can choose to just let them be, let them go, pay no attention to them. The main thing is to be at choice. But what I know is this, when something resonates with me so deeply like those words did and do, then it is worth my time to let it sit with me for a while. It is worth it for me to just let that kind of percolate or simmer away like soup in a pot, like vegetables in a soup pot, And meat in a soup pot and all the grist for the mill, let that actually just bubble away with me for a little while until I see where it's taking me, Um, where it's confirming something that I already sense, whether it's uh, uh, foreshadowing things to come, uh, whether it's just a commentary on life in general, whatever it is, I want to give it a bit of a chance to to have its way with me and make its way with me, and then I'll and then I'll make meaning out of it or not, as I so choose. And so I invite you to take that message or that signal and any other signals that life is sending you, and hold them that way too. Uh, it's I I suppose I hold things a little less lightly than than I could <laughs> or than others would. But when something, like there was a deep resonance as I was reading that, that was really coming straight from the pit of my stomach and my heart that I could feel. When I feel that way, I know I need to pay attention. I know I need to just let, let, like, sit up a little straighter and go, ah, hmm, something here for me. And so um, if, if that feels that way to you, and when you receive other signals in life, uh, and you choose to hold them that way too, then yeah, yeah. You should do it. <laughs> See where it takes you. All right. So we're coming into the home stretch, the last couple minutes of our time together. And I want to read something to you. It's the very first poem I ever wrote. And I wrote it after being at a workshop for three days where I fell in love with, well, everybody in the room <laughs> and with life and with my myself and life as well. And when I came home, it was very painful because I had been in this expansive experience with all of this love and all of these people and all of this learning about life and leadership and myself. And... And when I, um, <laughs> there's my phone ringing, when I came home, I felt this, this pain, and this poem came out of this pain. So l- let me read it to you. It's called The Agony of Awareness. Here in the dance of my everyday life, I find my thoughts drifting back to yesterday. Images, feelings, sensations torment my body and squeeze my heart. Memories of those delicious moments of connection, the thrill of being awake, witnessed and witnessing, the sensual intertwining of souls. How I long for this depth of love, always. I try to distract myself, knowing this yearning will soon fade into the background, and there will be other times for us, yet that is little comfort today." And so I feel that way about this show that I love doing it. I love being with all of you and I don't care that I'm crying at the end. I think it's entirely appropriate after two years of a long, deep conversation that we've had together and I love it. And I'm so happy that I did it and I'm so happy that you liked it and that it was useful to you. And I know that, Um, we'll be together again in other ways, shapes, and forms. So with that, I will bring this conversation to a close, at least in this form, in this moment, and in this venue. And I thank you all so very, very much um, to Voice America. Thank you so much for everything and your support. And Michael, who's the engineer right now on the show, thank you for for putting up with me (laughs) and... um, To my producer, Sandra Rogers, thank you for all the calling forth and championing that you've done with me over the couple of years that we've been together. To all of you listeners, um, I really wish you all the best as you go forward. May your lives be joyous, satisfying, abundant, and healthy. And I will look forward to when we meet again in other ways at other times. Until then... Take good care.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadiq will be back next Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a wonderful week, and remember, we are all members of this great human family. You are not alone.